0: Digital Marketing Radio, episode 169. How to generate leads on Twitter. DigitalMarketingRadio.com Digital Marketing Radio is part of the 3B Podcast Network. UK casters talking business growth. Find out more over at 3bpn.com. The big interview with David Bain. Today I'm joined by a man who helps entrepreneurs to generate leads on Twitter. He is the founder of the hashtag Hunter. Welcome to DMR, Terry Grumo.
1: Hey, thank you so much David. I am so incredibly happy to be here, man.
0: Hey, thanks so much for joining us. And you can find Terry over at the hashtag #hunter.com. So, um so Terry, let's just dive straight into Twitter. Um why do you think Twitter is still important?
1: Uh Twitter's important number 1 because there's there's a lot of people that don't like the minutia and how much you can post and all that kind of stuff on on Facebook, right? Mm. They want short, punchy I want to know, like in your face, like what's going on right this second, and that's what Twitter's about. Like Facebook, you'll go and you might go to somebody's profile, you might scroll down and see their last ten posts or their vacation posts. Twitter, you don't do that. If it rolls across your phone, you see it. You see that short, punchy quote, like um, uh, you know, quote, like you know, you know, post because you can only have 140 characters, of course, and and that's what it's best used for, and. In my opinion, Twitter is the only real social media platform out there, and the reason reason I say that is because you don't have to be connected with somebody. Like if I'm not friends or connected with you, David, I can still send you a message, mm. and I can't do that with 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 Facebook or Instagram or anybody else. So um, there's lots of reasons to use Twitter, but that's that's the main concern because a lot of younger people don't. And don't like Facebook and everything that, you know, everything that's on it. They want short, punchy stuff.
0: So do you think that um, Twitter is largely used for just that different style of communication? And it's kind of the same audience that's, that's on Twitter as on Facebook, but they just use it for a different communication style? Or do you think there's a completely different audience on Twitter?
1: There's 100% a, a completely different audience on Twitter. Typically, um, people that use Facebook all the time, unless they're a marketer, um, because marketers like to go everywhere because we like to put our fingers in everything, right? Unless they're a marketer, um, they they typically will use one medium primarily. Now, they may have they're, – they're more than likely going to have an account on Facebook, but where they do most of their damage is going to be on Twitter because that's the way they like to communicate. They don't like – Facebook and and Pokes and Facebook Lives and they don't like all that stuff. So there's a different demographic. There's a different person on Twitter because they like different things. It's kind of like it's kind of like Costco versus Sam's, right? Usually there's different people that like Sam's Club versus different people that like you know, Costco, that kind of thing. So there's for sure a different demographic. And I think as marketers, I think it's kind of silly, just like, you know, Instagram, we're not gonna be talking about it. But, you know, to, to not go into that medium where your customer is currently, uh, that's different from where you're at now on Facebook, or wherever you're at, I think it's kind of silly not to put your finger in that hat, um, especially, with, you know, Twitter's a fairly easy place to do some major marketing there for free.
0: And your brand would indicate that you think that hashtags are the most important aspect of Twitter. Is that the case?
1: Uh, it's kind of crazy how that came up. Kind of a funny story how that how my brand uh, arose. But uh, yeah, hashtags are incredibly important. Really, the big thing right now on on Twitter that I think a lot of people may miss is the automation side. Twitter, unlike Facebook, you know, Facebook will you know put you in jail. Facebook is changing all the time, and like, and I love Facebook. We've done hundreds of thousands of dollars of business on Facebook, but Twitter likes marketers and they cater to marketers a little bit more. They like, um, they allow you to use automation, uh, in a non spammy way. Right. Uh, so people don't know that you're automating things. Um, they have no idea typically, but you can automate, uh, a lot of your posts and a lot of that stuff on Twitter because it's a right now thing. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, I think Twitter uh, hashtags are obviously incredibly important on Twitter. Uh, people search hashtags all the time in the search box up above. And, and so hashtags are incre- incredibly important. But um, I think the main thing about Twitter, for me at least, is, is the automation aspect and that Twitter... Likes marketers instead of Facebook seems like they're always trying to get away from us, right? They're button heads with us all the time, and Twitter seems to seems to be at least on the same side and and, and making it easier for us.
0: I guess there are some right things and some wrong th- wrong things to automate. What what's in your sure. opinion are some right things to automate on Twitter?
1: Like for instance, um, I think it's really good since it's a right now platform. So if you, what I mean by that is people aren't going to go to your. To your to your page to your profile and and scroll down and watch and, and look at every uh, post that you've made today or every post that you've made in the last you know week like they will on Facebook They're just not going to do that like that's not how people operate They use their phone right and they don't typically Twitter people aren't on Twitter on their computer they don't do that they see a tweet roll across their phone and if they like it, they're gonna click on it. So what I do is I use a I use an app called uh, it's called Tweet Jukebox. Um, now that we're in football season, you know J U K E. What it does is I can put all my blog posts in there, all my if I have you know I have several giveaways, um, free reports, PDFs, things like that that continue to roll every hour to two hours because like I said, it's a right now platform, um, and I want to give my people. I want to give them, um, I want to give them value. I want to make sure they're getting value. So when they come see me, um, they're going to know who I am right away. They're going to get some value in their face. And if they want to opt in, if they want to find out more about me, if they want to go to my blog, they're going to have multiple chances to do that. Because remember, we always got to look at the platform at which we are marketing on and how that platform operates and the way Twitter operates is very simple. The way Twitter operates is it's a right like right now. It's gonna scroll across my phone. If it catches my eye, if it has a cool picture, if it has whatever, I might click on it. I might check it out. Right in in social media, we're always in disruption marketing. Right, people aren't going to uh, like we're disrupting. It's kind of like a TV commercial back when people used to watch commercials. Right, we're disrupting somebody's um, you know fun time on social media. So. I like automating that, and I also like um, I use a, a a service called Status Brew, and what it allows you to to do is it allows you to target followers of other leaders, other people, other companies, other 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 accounts that you have things in common with, and so I can go out and follow those people, and a lot of them will follow me back, the active ones, right? A lot of them will follow me back, and that's a way for me to. Just, it's no different than advertising. You're just doing it in more than a f- more of a free method. Now they come in my world, see my stuff, and a lot of them will opt in. Um, and now I can communicate with them. I can chat with them. I can, you know, I can have a conversation with them. And so I think those two things are. I don't think a lot of things out there in the automation world people do in a hypey, spammy. Uh, go to my website, linky type of mode. Um, My rule is I have to send you to value. Um, If I'm sending you to something that's going to help you with your business, um, I think that's good. I think that's okay. I think that's what people are coming there to do.
0: The most important question in relation to something you said there is you said, we're approaching football season. Is this proper football (laughs) we're talking about here? (laughs)
1: Ah, this is uh, American football. I'm actually not much of a. I mean, I I keep up on it, but I'm not much of a. I'm not much of a much of a fan. That's funny you say that. Um, <laughs> so we are we are talking about you know the the, the weenie you know the mm. weenie American football right yeah, absolutely. right yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, obviously, I did a little bit of research before this discussion. So, I wanted to check out your uh, Twitter profile. And you're obviously um, aware exactly about what you're talking about with regards to Twitter here. But I was quite surprised that um, you appear to have signed up in August of 2015, so just 12 months ago. So, sure. did you have a different Twitter handle before that? Or, or what's the story behind that?
1: So, I had a. Uh, I had a, um, uh, I had. I had kind of switched brands, deciding where I wanted to go. Um, I had a, I had a brand I didn't really have a big Twitter following. Um, when I created the, 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 the name, the hashtag Hunter actually, um, uh, I just was doing some things on Twitter and, um, I decided to, uh, bring all my, uh, you know, all my handles, all my social media handles together. Um, and in 2015 I, I made that switch. I got a, you know, I'm, I'm a guy that presses the limits and I got a Facebook account, you know, shut down back when ads started, you know, you know, doing their thing. And, um, they just, Facebook was shutting down accounts for no reason. And I happened to be one of those kind of like the Google slap type of deal. And, and, uh, so I decided to, you know, make everything under one username. So I, I started, I just started, I didn't have any followers anyways. Typically I, I, I hadn't ventured to Twitter okay. really hard yet. So I just started over.
0: Okay. And obviously you're leading with your own personal brand as well now. So does that mean that you believe leading as a human being rather than actually leading as a brand is the right way to go on Twitter?
1: No question. You know, people buy from people and Twitter is a place where you can, Twitter is a very, a place where you can communicate, uh, with video. Um, and I, that's one of the biggest trends of social media right now, but with video or with audio, uh, with your followers, right? Um, and you can make tweets and you can follow up with them and you can uh, chat with them via video and you can gain a relationship with, with that. Um, and I, I send all of my new followers a message and, um, follow up with all, all of my new followers, every single one of them. Um, I do have some help on that cause I just can't keep up anymore, but I do a lot of it. Uh, and, and I just believe anybody that wants to separate themselves Needs to operate like a human being versus uh, a, a, a you know a, a corporation, if you will, right? Because we're all humans. We all buy from humans. We don't buy. We buy because we're emotionally involved in that product, and it's going to help us you know, do whatever, right? It's going to help us get more leads, more sales. It's going to, you know, uh, put food in our stomach, w- whatever it is, right. We buy because of, we're emotionally involved. So, uh, for sure, uh, Twitter is a, is a, is a human interaction. It's not a distribution base and that's the way most people treat it. It's not that it's a place where you can communicate and the more followers you have, obviously the bigger, the voice you have. And now we, you know, when we do a Periscope, you know, my, the, the leading one on top, I think I have I don't know, 16 or 17, you know, reshares on that. And uh, on Periscope right now, that's a, I mean, after Facebook Live came out, Periscope took a big dive, right? Um, And so we're getting a lot of reshares on a lot of stuff.
0: So are you moving from Periscope to Facebook Live then?
1: I do a lot more Facebook Live than Periscope. I just tested it for a long time, and for me, um, uh, for me on you know uh, on social media, uh, I'll do a Periscope about once a week now. Um, but I don't do them every day just because I tested it um, for a month and it didn't make sense to do that. And here's why: one of the biggest tips I can give you: shoot a good Periscope and pin it to the top of your your profile on Twitter. So every new follower that hits your – or they don't even have to be a follower. Every every person that comes and checks you out can watch that Periscope um, and they get the same, same thing. You can't do that on your personal page on Facebook. You can on your fan page but not on your personal page. So um, that's a really cool thing to do on Twitter. Shoot something good that goes to a good call to action. Maybe that call to action is to – You know, uh, contact me on Facebook. Maybe that call to action is to go get my lead magnet. Maybe that call to action is to email me. I don't know, like something. Right. Um, And that way, every new follower sees you and sees what you're doing and and sees you on video. And that's going to allow them to build a relationship with you without you ever saying anything.
0: I like that. I think that's a good tip. Um but are you talking about just a video? I mean would a pre-recorded video uploaded to Twitter work just as effectively as Periscope or is that feeling of being as live more effective?
1: I don't think it matters. Um I just think you just need to be real. Just need to be you. I think Twitter is a for sure a place where real videos outperform in my opinion, outperform really done up professional videos. Twitter is a place where people want to see you in they want to see the real you, right? They want to see, like, they don't want to see something manufactured and, you know, um, intros and outros and like, that's all cool and dandy, but I don't think that that performs as well on Twitter. So I don't think it has to be a, a, a periscope, but if I'm going to, if the way I think, if I'm going to put a video on, on, on Twitter, I might as well do a periscope, um, do it live. And, and then I just pin it to the top, but for sure you, you could, uh, a, a video would do just the same. You just, obviously wouldn't get the periscope stuff out of it as well
0: so are there any other style of tweets that tend to be particularly effective for you like asking questions mentioning uh, handles obviously within tweets or the uh, hashtags images um or maybe something else is there anything that's that's particularly effective at the moment
1: yeah uh, images everybody's kind of gone over to images um uh because you know the market gets smart Sophistication happens, uh, and and so images are by far and away uh, the number one thing I can tell anybody to to use on Twitter that that will work well. They need to be um, they need to be different. They need to be um, unique. They need to be maybe your kind of style. But I also will ask one of the biggest things that I see marketers mess up on is they don't ask for a retweet. Like they won't, like for, I might make a bold statement um, to the entrepreneur world, right? And I might, you know, hashtag it entrepreneur and business, let's say. And then at the end, I'm like capital RT for retweet. Retweet if you're an entrepreneur or something like that. People people will do, like we're all, what we need to understand is we're all trained to do what we're told to do. So if you tell your followers to retweet your stuff, they if it's good stuff like if they like it if they're like on your side if they're whatever they're going to a lot of them are going to retweet that so the biggest tip for me is be original don't don't go out there and copy all the bs out there right don't go don't don't do that be you be truth be you know direct and to the point and tell people to retweet and share and um and 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 like your stuff and and they will start to do that. But you're gonna have to be consistent. And remember, you can't really so on Twitter, you can't really over tweet. Like you can't, you know, on Facebook if you did didn't did a tweet every hour, you would be the weirdo, right? But Mm. on Twitter, like there's never gonna be a time where you like your followers don't they like I said, it's a right now platform. So they're not gonna get Never have I said, well, why do you tweet – have I heard – why do you tweet so much? It's not like an email in your inbox. It's just different. So um, you can't really tweet too much. Um, uh, so my advice would be just, just number one, use cool images um, when when applicable and number two, um, I would absolutely 100% use short, punchy stuff and whatever, whatever industry you're in um, – you know, make, make tweets about that every day and tell people to retweet. And the third thing is pay attention to the trending hashtags on the left-hand side. And every day, um, sometimes it's Monday motivation or, you know, Thursday, whatever, or, you know, um, something that's trending. And if you can, if you can, especially if you can take something around what, what, what your business is about or what you're about as a person or something. And you can either make it funny or apply it to something in your world. If it's trending might even be, you know, political right now might be, you know, for, for some people might be American football right now, who knows what it is, right? Something that's trending. Um, take advantage of that. You need to pay attention to Twitter tells you, Hey, these eight hashtags are really, really popular right now. Not tomorrow. Right now, take advantage of that to get more fans to to come over to your world.
0: One of the things I love about images as well is – I mean, I also do shows where I interview quite a few people at the same time, so I can actually create an image and then tag multiple people in the same image. And you can tag up to 10 people in the same image. And as long as you're not doing that in a spammy way, if, if everyone that you're tagging is included in that image, that's a wonderful way to make more people aware of that tweet, because obviously that will alert those people who have been tagged in that particular image.
1: Absolutely. Just don't don't put the handle at the beginning. I'm sure you know this, but don't put the put a word or a dot or something at the very beginning um, or it won't go out to your followers as well. But uh, 100 percent. That's a great, great. That's a great point.
0: There was um, talk of um, Twitter actually doing away with that um, with um, if you put the handle at the beginning, you know, it it wouldn't go out to obviously people. But I'm not sure if that's actually been made live yet. I know there was discussion about that.
1: Right, right. I haven't heard. I haven't heard. I I know the article. You're. I've been. I've been seeing that as well. But uh, I haven't heard anything about that um, as of yet uh, either.
0: Uh, just a final Twitter question. And um, do you use TweetDeck as well, or do you use some other monitoring service?
1: I use I use Hootsuite. Hootsuite's, Um, I, I think it's about the same. But I use Hootsuite for my Facebook, all that, all that stuff. Anyways, so Hootsuite. Uh, tends to work really well. I've heard a lot of good things about TweetDeck, um, but, the, um, but it, it, it's, it's just something that I, I've, I've gotten used to Hootsuite, so I use it. Um, I'm sure, like I said, I've, I've got clients that use TweetDeck as well, and it seems like a very, very good tool.
0: Great. Okay, well, let's segue into the second section of our discussion. So that focuses more on Terry's thoughts on where digital marketing has been and where it's heading. So starting off with... Software I couldn't live without. So, Terry, what software do you currently use in your business? And uh, you've probably given us one already, so maybe you have to think of another one now. That if someone took away from you, it would significantly impact your marketing success.
1: Um, I got to look. What's that note-taking? Um, Evernote. Evernote. I use Evernote like almost every day. I'll be in church. I'll be... I'll be wherever I'm at, I'm taking notes on it all the time. So Evernote is for sure something that would impact me if 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 I didn't have it.
0: And do you use that on your iPhone, on your phone, or do you use that on your desktop as well?
1: I use it on my iPhone. I I I I just got a new computer. I haven't like uploaded the 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 app on my computer yet. I use it mostly on my phone and then I'll take it to my phone for, you know, email subject lines is a good good deal. And those subject lines might even be social media subject lines that I want to say on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. I just can't do it at the time or I have an idea or because um, if you guys are like me, if I don't write it down, um, I'm going to be like, man, I have that awesome idea in church or coming home and I what like you'll rack your brain, I'll forget it. So uh, Evernote is for sure something that's made me you know thousands of dollars because I, I don't forget that way
0: here's a slightly more challenging question and that is what piece of software don't you use but you've heard good things about and you intend to try at some point in the near future.
1: Um Snapchat. Um I guess that's not really a piece of software. It's a it's a, it's a platform. I mean, I have the app. Uh I do a lot on Instagram and Pinterest and Facebook and like I'm like you know the Snapchat thing I, I just never um I just never uh, took off with it. I I obviously uh, I follow Gary V and he's always, you know, uh everybody's always saying how awesome it is um so uh that's probably a a piece of a platform that I'm going to use I just haven't as of yet.
0: Why do you think you haven't got around to that one yet?
1: Um you know when I first saw it it was it was um it was it was all about video which I'm a, a fantastic video guy but it's just a time thing for me. I shoot a Facebook live every day. We, we blog a lot. i I create a new product about once a month we uh, you know, building sales funnels and I'm, I'm, I'm coaching. It's just been a time thing to go in and learn it. Um, because I'm a, I'm a very big proponent. Um, I mean, I, I'm, cr- we're crushing LinkedIn right now. I do a lot on Pinterest, do a lot on Facebook, do a ton on Twitter. So it's just, I, I don't have the time to go in and learn it properly yet. And I'm sure I will. Um, I just haven't, I just haven't taken the time to to, to do that uh, currently as of yet.
0: Well, I mean, it's a good thing to actually not do something, certainly. Um, if you do too many things, then obviously you're not going to do everything to as high a standard as you want. And that's a, that's a wonderful reason for, sure. for not doing something. Um, but of course, um, the software that you recommended there, I'll make sure there's links to that in the show notes at digitalmarketingradio.com. But let's move on to... I wish I would have. So... I'd like to look back on the very first day that you're involved in trying to market a business online. What didn't you do so well? What do you wish that you would have done differently?
1: Uh, I didn't know anything. I come from a uh, I come from a very blue collar where agriculture is the leading industry. Right? Um, no wealth whatsoever. I, I had no I had no clue. I had no idea. So uh, I wish I would have I wish I would have hired somebody that knew what they were doing way earlier. I struggled for seven years before I you know, understood business and, and really could go make things happen. So I certainly wish I would have invested in myself and, and felt like I was worthy enough to put money into a lot of times we don't think that we're worthy enough to, you know, worthy enough to like invest in myself. Like I'll pay for somebody else, but I'm not going to invest in me. And I wish I would have done that earlier. And it would have shortcut, you know, shortcut my, my years of quote unquote failure or that part of the journey, as I always say. But, uh,
0: what what would have been the best investment that you could have made in yourself?
1: Um, to hire a personal one-on-one coach that knew how to build a business, um, so they could show me the ropes. They could show me. I had no clue, clue how to how how to uh, generate leads online. I didn't know what a blog was. It took me um, like two years of piecing things together because I was. Too cheap to to uh, shell out a couple grand to get one built, right? Uh, I just did had no idea what to do, no no clue how to do it. So literally, from starting with your lead magnet to producing a product to um, you know creating sales funnels and doing the whole thing, uh, I wish I wish I would have had a one on one personal coach, not a product, a one on one personal coach uh, that could have just shown me the ropes and and taken me because I was I was willing to work. I just I just didn't have, I did not have the skills to um, to to know what to do to in order to build that business, have that step-by-step plan.
0: The this or that round. So this is the quick response round. Ten quick questions, just two rows here. Try not to think about the answer too much. And you sure. only like to say the word both on one occasion. Ready to go?
1: Yeah, ready. Let's rock.
0: Email or Twitter? Email. Audio or Video. Video. Affiliates or display advertising?
1: Display advertising.
0: Facebook or Google Plus? Facebook. Online press releases or one-on-one relations? Online. Paid search or SEO? Paid. Email contact form or telephone number?
1: Email contact form.
0: Website or app? Website. Social subscriber or email subscriber?
1: Email subscriber.
0: And local marketing or global marketing?
1: Global, for sure.
0: Well, you did um, that quite quickly. There was a couple of answers that uh, surprised me a little bit. You went online press releases rather than one-on-one relations and paid search rather than SEO. Um, so, so do you actually submit press releases to online sites as a way to actually drive traffic back to your site?
1: We do uh, a lot of uh, national media news uh, press releases. Yeah, um, is that using which,
0: like prweb.com and places like that?
1: You know, I actually have a. They're actually staying in our house right now. Um, what, a couple good friends of mine no. that are that are uh, that are very. Uh, so I don't. I don't like. He does it all for me. I just. I just pay him. Um, uh, Avilio and Lori Silvera are their names, and so. Um, I actually don't know, um, how it, he, he obviously he's, he's in the political world and he does that for his, his clients there and he has some other entrepreneurial clients. So he submits to four or 5,000, uh, you know, a bunch of reporters that need stories. And like, if you search my name, there'll be two news stories that, uh, will come up that, um, I've had reporters write press releases or take that press release and produce it. So, um, it's really boosted SEO as well. Um, uh because it's it's allowed us to um have a foundation of really good solid links out there. So uh yeah, we do we do a lot of a lot of that 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 causes us to look more credible. Number one, um the white coat theory, right? You go in the doctor and you don't really question what he has to say and if somebody comes to your site and they've seen you've been on NBC, ABC, Telemundo, all that kind of stuff, it's kind of you know they. Oh, that guy must know what he's talking about. He couldn't get there without it, right? Mm. Um, and then, and then, third, um, like I said, it just gives you a solid foundation of links. Um, uh, and and so we've we've had a lot of luck with it. And and it's something those those leads are not going to be online typically, right? It gives me a, a different source of, of leads to come to my site.
0: I'm glad I delved into that answer because you've obviously done a lot with that and been quite successful with that, certainly, because the, the, the vast majority of people, probably over 90% of people would say one-on-one relations. And that's probably the natural thing to say. And probably it surprised me a bit because obviously you're involved in social media. So of course. you think someone would naturally say that.
1: Of course. Yeah, it's, it's just been something that, when you're able to, I, of course, I love building relationships, and I sell a lot of stuff on social media, talking one-on-one with people through audio and video, and and. But at the same time, when I'm able to take my wet net and, and make it wide, um, so I can, you know, it's kind of an interesting question because that allows me to have one more one-on-one relations when I can do that through a Facebook Live or something where I can be like I'm talking to one person and building a relationship with a hundred at the same time. So um, that's kind of how I look at that. You know, I look at that question. I, I suppose if I was solely in coaching or something like that, that would obviously be a different answer. Um, but uh, we sell a lot of products and get a lot of people on our email list every day. So that's that's um, that's for sure why I answered that way.
0: Okay. That's um, almost a topic in itself, uh, but that's a good sure. summary of it, though. And um, you also said paid search rather than SEO. Is that Facebook advertising or something else you're talking about there? We
1: do most everything with Facebook advertising currently. Um, I mean, we we have a lot of nets out there, but Facebook marketing for sure. And for me, I am uh, I, I I think a lot of our entrepreneurs. I love SEO too, but with paid search, I can um, I can certainly uh, I I can get the I can get to the answer quicker. Um, whether my stuff works in that area. SEO takes time. It it takes um patience and and, and a lot of t- times us A D D entrepreneurs, uh for sure me, I, I I don't have that. Um we do focus on SEO too, but I, I like the paid stuff a lot better.
0: Well paid's a wonderful way to test to see if a keyword yeah. phrase is going to convert. And then you exactly. know if you can actually push effort into SEO over the long term. Exactly. The ten thousand dollar question. So, if I was to give you ten thousand dollars and you had to spend it over the next few days on a single thing to grow your business, what would you spend it on, and how would you measure success?
1: Um, this this shouldn't be come to a surprise. I would I would I would find the best person that I could buy their time that would help me with uh, that would help me at this point. If it was for my business, help me scale. We're at a point where we're making consistent. You know, a, a very healthy, consistent income at, you know, half a million a year. And, and I, you know, I would want somebody that could take me to the $10 million mark in the next, you know, two to three years. And, and I would, I don't know if 10,000 would even get us a conversation. But uh, if I could take uh, an hour, two hours, three hours from that person, um, I would invest it with them immediately. Uh, And then following that, I would do absolutely everything. One thing I'm really good at is implementation. um, And I would do literally everything that they told me to do. Um, And so right now, if it was my business, um, which it is, and if we're talking about my business currently, um, it would be scaling. And I would find the best person in in that I could afford, um, that could help me scale my business and that could come look and say, Hey, you need to do this different or that different or that different. Um, and I would hire that coach immediately, put that money into my business and, 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 you know, tenfold it and do it all over again.
0: So if you could spend an hour with anyone in the world to help to improve your business, who would that person be?
1: Huh? Anybody in the world? Um, Anybody in the world. Well, it'd be cool to spend, um, you know, Frank Kern is this for sure a guy that I, I, I for sure look up to. Um, I think an off the wall guy, uh, would be Donald Trump. I think it'd be cool to sit down with him just to, just to, just to, uh, um, you know, I follow a lot of Frank stuff, but but, uh, Donald's obviously, um, I'm certainly not brash like that, but it'd be really cool to see his, his, the way he thinks about business. Obviously he's been, incredibly successful. He, uh, you know, one of the things going back to the PR statement is one of the reasons why he did so well. And he's, he spent a 10th of what Hillary spent is because of his, his, you know, his, his free Fox coverage that he's been doing for a long, long time. But that's a different, uh, that's a different topic. But my point is, is it'd be cool to sit down with somebody like that. That's made, um, so much money to see what they would do in certain instances and see how they think. Um, because once you, once you expand your mind to how somebody else thinks it's made a whole ton of money, your mind changes and never goes back to that point. And so those would be the two guys that you know, come to mind.
0: Good. Good. Um, I like going on different tangents and uh, exploring different <laughs> thoughts I have. So thank you for that.
1: Of course. Of course.
0: Well, that just takes us on to my number one takeaway. So Terry, you've offered a lot of great advice in a conversation, but what would you say is the number one takeaway? What's the single most important step that our listeners need to take away and implement in their own businesses?
1: You need to hustle, man. Uh, whatever you do out there. Um, I guess it goes twofold, but I know you told me one, but, uh, Twofold. Number one, you have to hustle. You have to be willing to put in the work. I get up at. You don't have to do this, but I get up at four forty-five pretty much every day, and um, we live a pretty amazing lifestyle. I take a lot of time off during the day, playing with the kids, doing the stuff. But um, you got to hustle. You got to want it. You know, um, uh, the dream is free, but uh, the work is is the hustle is sold separately. So you have to want it. You have to go get it, and you have to the second step of that. Is you have to get up. If you don't get up every morning and you don't get jacked up and your feet hit the floor and you're excited to be alive and you're, you know, you're either you're probably not seeing where you want to go. You're not seeing that vision on the wall that you're chasing. Whatever it could be, you know, that Lamborghini you want. It could be whatever it is for you. It could be that foundation you want to start. Whatever you need to see that you need to see it every day to keep you going because life gets hard. People die. Stuff happens. Distractions are going to come down. You're going to have phone calls you don't like. Like you're going to have, you know, that J-O-B that you, you hate going to. You're going to have stuff in business where clients quit and, and they charge back and they do whatever, right? It happens. It's people. So you have to have something something big that continues to get bigger every day. So when your feet hit the floor, they're on fire and you're excited um, to be alive. You're excited to go tackle that every day because business is it, it's hard. And, and so when you combine those two, you can't lose.
0: The dream is free, but the hustle was sold separately. I'd like to view, uh, hear a few tweets or see a few tweets on that, dear listener. That's a, that's a great one. So, well, yeah, thank you so much. That takes us to the end of our discussion today. So, yeah, thanks for your time and your advice. What's the the best way for our listener to find out more about you and what you do?
1: Of course, just go to the hashtag hunter.com. That's T H E hashtag hunter.com and you can see my about section there you can get uh, of course a lot of free stuff uh, on my blog there but the hashtag hunter.com um or of course um i'm sure you, my name will be in the in the notes you can certainly search for me on facebook i'd love to have a conversation for you there as well
0: superb stuff so thanks to terry and thank you dear to listener too if you enjoyed what terry shared today tell us what you think An iTunes review is always good, and I might even read it out in a future episode. And if Twitter's your thing, at Bain is my handle. Maybe it's your thoughts on this episode. Maybe it's your thoughts on what we should discuss on future episodes. Whatever it is, it would be good to hear from you. But until we meet again, be fantabulous and do one thing that scares you. Adios. Thanks again, Terry. Great episode.
1: Thanks, man.